0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, this week, the New South Wales government released its budget. And after last year's dire predictions amidst a COVID crisis, the economy in New South Wales has bounced back to its pre-COVID levels and even exceeded them. Who knows what the latest lockdown will do? Focusing in on some elements, though, of the New South Wales budget today around the issues of social housing, the homeless, domestic violence and mental health. Even increased investment in new housing and support packages and extended support to rough sleepers has attracted some criticism because it falls so far short of the real needs The national Christian charity Mission Australia says there are 50,000 people, and this is just New South Wales, who are languishing on a social housing waiting list. Mission Australia State Director for New South Wales is Nada Nasser. Nada is joining us. Nada, welcome along to 2020.
1: Thanks, Neil. It's good to be here. Nada,
0: 50,000 people on the social housing waiting list in New South Wales, homelessness on the rise. How do you describe the discrepancy here between the, the need and what the government's got on offer?
1: Well, Neil, it is really disappointing. Uh, this was, If there was ever a time for a serious investment in social housing, this is it. Um, but we haven't seen that. Um, clearly, we do welcome some investments that have been made in homelessness and in housing. Uh, in particular, uh, the expansion of the Together Home program. Uh, this program was introduced um, really at the height of the pandemic um, to support homeless people who were in uh, hotels and motels or rough sleeping uh, with complex needs to support them into housing. And so we really welcome the um, the expansion of this program because it's a really important program that's really helping house people and provide them with that wraparound support. So that that is a really good win that we want to acknowledge. Um, there are also some other you know smaller scale investments in social housing, in maintenance programs, but also investment in Aboriginal housing, which we also welcome. But really, the scale of investment that we need in social housing to address this this big gap between uh, the 50,000 People who are languishing on the housing wait list um, and the increase in supply is just, it, it's just that gap is, is big, um, and we really need that gap addressed uh the, you know what's uh, the, what we're seeing as a result of the pandemic um, is that uh, th- there's an increase in affordability stress particularly in some regional communities uh so there's a, the, the housing task cost that's also been announced that that that's great that will be really good to uh, ensure that there is now closer consideration of what we do around uh, addressing um uh, you know, housing afford- affordability in those regional areas. But really, at the bottom line, is what we need is a serious investment, um, like what we've seen in uh, in Queensland, uh, in Victoria, other states that have uh, really put um, big dollars uh, to increase the supply of affordable, uh, social and affordable housing.
0: Nada, let's talk about the comparison with other states in just a moment. But just to reflect on the New South Wales. Budget Uh, more money for 250 homes, but 50,000 people on a social housing waiting list. This is why you're saying not enough in this budget.
1: Absolutely, if it's a, it's a drop in the ocean um to yeah, w- what we need is you know if you think about how do we house fifty thousand people, what we need is a really serious investment um in uh, the in- increasing the supply of uh, of social and affordable housing. Okay, this
0: comparison, how does the New South Wales budget increase for social housing compare? with what is happening in other states. You said there was some bigger investment happening in Queensland and in Victoria.
1: Yes, recently uh, the the Victorian government uh, recently invested uh, about $5.3 billion. That was the last budget, last year's budget. Um, for social and affordable housing. Uh, the Queensland government in this budget has just uh, invested $2.9 billion. So you can see that this is the scale of investment that's needed uh, to really make a, a, you know, a serious impact or a serious dent in, that, uh, uh, in the gap between uh, the need for affordable, social and affordable housing and the supply of social and affordable housing.
0: Of course, when we say homeless people, that's a big blanket statement, isn't it? And uh, these categories of people who are in real need on social housing waiting lists, uh, let's talk about some of those for a moment. Uh, Aboriginal housing and uh, not enough uh, to make up a severe shortage here.
1: Well, yes, the, um, the uh, ha- homeless population is uh, broad. I mean, often we think of homeless people as people who are uh, you know, sleeping rough or sleeping in the street. That- that's a small proportion of homeless people. But uh, the-, the homeless people can be people who are sleeping on the street or sleeping rough. It can be people who are sleeping on a friend's couch. They're often the hidden homeless, but we don't really see them visibly, but they are there. It's also people who are in crisis accommodation in transitional accommodation or in over severe overcrowded situations where the home that they're living in is either unsafe, uh, severely overcrowded or or that their tenancies are at risk because the financial stress that they're under, they're, they're at imminent risk of losing their home.
0: So part of that need for Aboriginal housing uh, around issues, uh, oftentimes overcrowding issues, and uh, those need to be looked at certainly at a government level as well as what we might think of as at a welfare level. Uh, Let's talk also about women because when we talk domestic violence, it's often women who are the ones who bear the brunt of this. Uh, 35% of those seeking support, uh, are women, and uh, and so the the solution, of course, here, some affordable housing if women are going to escape a domestic violence situation. This is a challenging area that you're working on as well.
1: That's, that's correct, Neil. Um, one of the programs that we welcomed in the budget this year is the Staying Home Leaving Violence Program, which is a really good program. It's designed to help women and children stay home while the perpetrator leaves. Uh, and uh, supports them to stay safe and to be supported. Um, but for women who can't stay in the home, and therefore, or a victim survivors of domestic violence who can't stay in the home, we need other housing options. We need options for them to be able to escape the violence. Uh, many uh, victims survivors of domestic violence end up staying in the violent situation because there is no alternative for them, or they end up in refuges where they just are stuck in those refuges with nowhere else to go. So, um, absolutely, you know, about a third of people who are in homelessness services are escaping domestic and family violence and what we want to see is more exit options for women and children and other uh, victim survivors of domestic violence uh, to be able to uh, leave the violent situation.
0: And because affordable social housing provides some level of uh, meeting a need across all of these areas, uh, that brings into contrast just how significant it is that there is an increase for some social housing but the increase falls so far short there's also this other dimension isn't there of child and adolescent mental health and the challenges that young people are facing that is leading to homelessness
1: well yeah, that absolutely um so that young people are the other really large cohort of people in homelessness uh who suffer homelessness and who end up in homelessness services uh and so you know i think about a third of uh, of young of the clients in homelessness services are young people so that's a really important group that we um, you know we provide the homelessness services for young people and other groups as well so that is a very important group to focus on we do welcome the increased investment in health, so there was some investment uh, in mental health services for uh, children and young people in this budget, which is really great. That's great to see. Um, we, we do need to see a lot more uh, investment in that. I think you know that uh, the, the survey that Mission Australia does, the youth survey, which we do annually, um, persistently finds that uh, mental health is a big concern for young people. Uh, in New South Wales, uh, last year we surveyed about 6,600 young people uh, and they said to us the three big concerns for, for them are coping with stress, mental health and uh, uh, you know, school and study issues. So any investment in supporting uh, children and young people to improve their health and well-being uh, is welcome and we certainly would love to see more investment in that area.
0: Well, Nada, you're leading a fabulous Christian-based organisation, Mission Australia, and things are not getting any easier when it comes to issues around homelessness, around the need for social housing uh, with the latest uh, outbreaks that are causing all sorts mm. of issues for New South Wales and yeah. and uh, of course uh, the lack of job seeker and who knows what might come in the near future mm. if uh, things get worse for New South Wales but but things aren't getting mm. better are they things are getting worse.
1: Yeah. Well, look. We are hopefully this this, uh, latest um, outbreak is uh, contained, um, and we we can, you know, get. our clients, our staff, the community, uh, back into the recovery mode. We had started to get into recovery, um, you know, with the low numbers and things had stabilised. But now with this new outbreak, you know, really it reminds us all that, that this is still here until everyone is vaccinated, um, where we're still going to be dealing with this pandemic. So... Um, So, yeah, things are, you know, the I think the recovery from the pandemic uh, in terms of the impact on communities, uh, in terms of mental health and well-being, uh, that's still yet to be felt fully. I think we will see the impact of that with us for a long time to come. And this is where investment in, um, uh, you know, mental health programs, uh, in social housing, Uh, in support to communities is going to be really important in the long term.
0: Well, Nada, you're doing a wonderful job and I'll encourage listeners to our conversation to keep Mission Australia in their prayers. You are on the front line. Things are tough and getting tougher right now you do a great job on so many different dimensions and in this area of advocacy around what sort of funding is required for social housing in new south wales mission australia state director for new south wales nada nasser let me point listeners to missionaustralia.com.au a reminder too there is a winter appeal that's happening focused on helping older Australians find a safe home, missionaustralia.com.au. Nada, thanks so much for keeping us up to date today on 2020.
1: Thank you for your time, Neil, and for your support to the listeners as well. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.